Hey guys, producer Ryan here. When I'm editing these episodes together, I usually try and keep things pretty chronological to how they played out in the night. But in this case, it's one of those weird episodes where we had a lot of people asked to have their sets cut. So what I'm going to do is play the introduction followed by the two sets that we do have included on the podcast by Goodrich Gavart and Sarah Schaefer first. And then uh, follow it up with some of the chats with the other comics. Stick around, there's some good chats with Judah Friedlander, Rory Scovel, Jenna Friedman, and Phil Hanley. Might be a little shorter episode this time, but hope you guys enjoy. Put your hands together. 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 response for me who is amazing I am this I am amazing let's hear for Cameron Esposito that's better that's so much better that was Ryan up in the booth he usually like gets you guys all jacked up but you just weren't you were too fucking relaxed it's just a too chill of a Tuesday for everybody here don't stress out about it but I'm ashamed of you already I don't want you to worry about it but you really disappointed the fuck out of me we got a great show tonight, and I know you guys are going to love it. I know that the laughter is going to be ripped from your very loins, so don't even worry about it. The work won't be on your end. How does that sound? The audience. Oh, guess what? I have a co-host on this show. Her name is Rhea Butcher. She's going to come out stage right now. She's going to come out stage. She's going to come out stage. There you are. Hello. Coming out stage. <laughs> You're coming out. So here we were. Here we oh, were. Oh, here's the thing about us. Obviously, charismatic. Great jacket on Rhea. <laughs> Thank you. Those are some of our qualities. Um, funny. Beautiful look at. Also, fiancés of each other. I'm Ooh, the fiancé of Rhea. I am the fiancé of Cameron. We are fianced. And fianced. Yes, we are. And all day today, we were uh, making some television because we're celebrities so, um, but our co- our co-star today yes was a uh, st- uh, stuffed a, st- a stuffed a dead cat a dead cat a taxidermy taxidermied cat. cat and I'm feeling a little weird because I am allergic to cats um, but it said in the script there would be a fake cat it said fake cat so I was like well I'm not going to be allergic to a stuffed animal cat right or some sort of other apparition of a cat like a small like a cat kind of a yeah like made out of like pipe cleaners or something oh, I was like, for Halloween of, like right right or what's this thing called where you reach through it where you reach through it yeah Will I Am the was fourth one fourth dimension hologram thank you a hologram I'm thinking of a hologram you're thinking of the holodeck uh, but then it wasn't that. It was not. It, it was, was a, a dead ass cat. It was a dead cat. They were like, oh, no, it's, a, it's fake in that it is a real cat. Yeah. Um, but dead and stuffed. 
And then and I was, poorly stuffed, I might add. Yeah, it um, wasn't having the best day. I didn't realize they have to put like um, just like add-on snap-on ears oh, to a dead shit. cat. It's true. Its ears had fallen off, and they were like, "Well, we have these other ears. <laughs> just put these on there. Put these on there." And Rhea's a lifelong vegetarian, so I thought you were gonna burst into tears all day. Yeah, not because no, I, I mean I don't think anybody out. ate that cat, but no, so nobody loved, ate it. You love cats to not die, and other animals also to. Yeah, not I'd prefer die. it. Yeah. Um, I'd also not like to act next to one that's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a very disconcerting, like, wait. Because it was too light. Are expecting <laughs> it. Almost floating up. Too real. Almost floating up. And then up. you're like, ugh. And then I, I had to hand it off to somebody, and I went, it's legs! Ugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, still, I have the back I, feet are still, they, they move a little. Ugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pliable? Yeah, yeah kind of like pliable. That's not great. It goes you don't like want this. that. No, yeah, no. you don't want that. Oh, that's that's movable because it used to be movable. It, it used, used to, to move. move. Yeah, um, and then I also didn't realize at all that I'd be allergic. Did you know you can be allergic to dead things? The things dead that are already thing. dead. Because I was sitting next to this cat, and then I was my eyes were watering, my throat was closing, and then I sneezed. She sneezed. And first, even nobody was even believe me because I was like, "Oh, I'm really allergic to cats, and I think I'm allergic to this cat." And then everybody, including Rio, was like, "Uh, cat allergies are." From dander, it's actually and the dander. I don't think that this dead cat is producing dander. And I was like, "Well, maybe I'm just a lie." A chew, and then I like sneezed right in the middle of it. Thank fucking god, proving yeah. my point <laughs> that I was like actually super allergic to this little dead thing. So don't worry about it. I showered and everything, no problem. Everything's better. I think but you're my gonna point have, is I'm a little weird. Yeah, I think you're gonna have a rough time in the afterlife. If you're like allergic to dead things, yeah, I see you like wandering around, yeah, wandering around in heaven like, that I was that allergic shit. to, <laughs> not the cat part. I think, yeah, um, it's death. Allergic to death. Yeah, death makes me sick. I don't know if that is true for anybody else here. Just take a Zyrtec or something. Yeah, you gotta get that away from you when you feel death coming on. Yeah. Pop some Flonase in your nose. It'll yeah, probably yeah, yeah. your eyes are kind of swelling up because you're like, oh, fucking oh, death. Dad, yeah, death and dying. Um, <laughs> we were we were on tour and then on Sunday this last Sunday which was two days ago yeah I believe, it was very recent uh, which was two days ago we were in we ended up in Chicago which is where I'm from which is where we met it and is. we ended up there because my parents were going to throw us a wedding shower thank Woo! you yeah that person is appropriately excited I like that person yeah. my parents were going to throw me a wedding shower us a wedding shower and <laughs> It was also for their friends because yeah. we said that their friends couldn't come to our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> because we just wanted to be our friends. We yeah. just wanted to be our friends and we're not trying to be jerks. They but have a lot of friends. They have a lot of friends. <laughs> well, there's going to be 80 people at our wedding and there were 80, 80 people, people at this shower. So, so my people. parents were like, what if we invite our friends? And so it would have been... And it is it would an have been equal amount of the people that you're inviting yes, to your wedding. Yes, exactly. It would have been our... Both sides. Yeah, and the 80 on my in, in our wedding include both it's of our both families. both of us. It's both of our families and all of our friends is like 80 people. And this was just my parents' friends. So we were like, listen, Mom and Dad, number one, up top, super social, right? How are you guys still nailing that, you know? In your 60s, you have 80 friends yeah. that will come to see not even you. Like, this isn't even, this isn't even them. Yeah, not They've even They've been married for 40-something. Oh, today's their anniversary, actually. Yay! Happy anniversary! Yes! 
appropriately happy. They've been married for like 43 years or some shit. Um, I think your dad just has like a lot of pagers and beepers and like just keeps in touch with everybody. Yeah, he's super in touch. He didn't sit down at the shower. He did not. He didn't sit down one time. He was walking around holding bacon then he would talk to people and then be like shaking the bacon bacon. Yeah, shake the bacon then get another, grab another piece of bacon. (laughs) Grab some hot bacon. It was a real bacon on the move sort of situation. Um, A real taking the bacon, you know what I'm talking about? Um, Yeah, he was... Shuffling the bacon yeah, around. Yeah, he was shuffling around. Um, then he just passed out at night. He did. He passed out like 7 p.m. <laughs> we were in the shower uh, for like six hours, and yes. then we got back to your house, and he went... And you know, when, when he, fell, he fell asleep right at the beginning of when I put on the movie Beautiful Girls, <laughs> yeah. which, is, has anybody seen this movie? It's like from 1996. It was very important to me when I was a kid. I realize now why, and that's because like a young Natalie Portman's in it and a young Uma Thurman's in it. Yeah. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> I thought it had a good plot. Yeah, right. <laughs> it doesn't have a good plot. And, uh, oh, Rosie O'Donnell's also in it. And yeah, she's, she's, in it. she's like very tough. Yeah. She doesn't have a love interest, but she's always going like, oh, Rosie O'Donnell playing tough? That's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My point is I could like agree with it. You know what I mean? I was just like, sure. I love this gal and I want to see her yeah. and Madonna pair up and play baseball, you know? <laughs> and um, anyway, so... I loved that movie and I think it was for different reasons, but I put it on for my whole family and then my dad fell asleep and then he kept waking up and it's one of those movies where like everybody in it became famous but this was like their first movie kind of a thing and so then he woke up at the very end and decided to ask if all of those people were in the movie like we'd been watching all of them for two hours but he'd been oh, asleep Matt the whole Dillon thing. In this thing yeah and then it was just like a dinner he's like Wait, Matt Dillon's in this movie? What the hell? Oh, who's that? Timothy Hutton? What is, who's that kid? Who is that? Who is that? Is that that dancer? Yeah, Natalie Portman. That's Why who are that they is, talking yeah. to each other? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the only he... person whose name he got first try, he was like, oh, Lauren Holly. <laughs> 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 Which, I loved her, by the way. I loved yeah. her. Yeah. Just, uh, Old two movies, great, Lauren Holly. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> That's very rude. That's very I'm, fucking rude. I'm sorry. Three. Under Siege 2? Yeah. I don't know. What the? F- she in that one? I can't remember. You got that guy with that so fucking hard. <laughs> right in my demo. <laughs> oh, so the shower was actually a total success. Now. It was indeed. We should talk about where I'm from, maybe a little bit. That might be interesting. We're from different. Shall we contrast it with where I'm from? Sure, if you want to, and then we can all. Yes, let's start where you're from. Where are you from, Rhea? I'm from Akron, Ohio. What kind of spot is that? Oh, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's, yeah. Woo! Are, are you there from Akron? People from Akron here? My parents met there. Wow! Fuck yeah! Cool. <laughs> are your parents LeBron James and Chrissy Hind? <laughs> and Devo? Famous, yeah. And the Soapbox Derby. And the Goodyear Company? <laughs> Those are the things from Akron. Um, okay, yes, so you're from Akron. Yep. And what kind of city is that? And what kind of family are you from? And well, it's like tell a... me all about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pleasure to meet you. No, nice, it's, uh, no, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, it's a Rust Belt town, not a lot going on. Very mm-hmm. odd people. Would people know. wear that jacket there? Of course. Well, probably more of like a Carhartt zip-up hooded jacket. Yes. Waist jacket zipped only at the bottom. Oh, sure. Open to some sort of probably Steelers t-shirt at this point. When I first met your dad, what was he doing? Cleaning his gun. Yep. (laughs) Now, let me ask you a follow-up question. Did he know we were coming? Indeed. Yeah. (laughs) So he knew we were coming. Absolutely. 
And that we were going to arrive soon. Yes. Got out his gun. He did not bake a cake. He started cleaned a gun. So that way we walked in. It had to be clean. I can't even look what I tried to do. The, sure. I tried to like, do gun cleaning hands. <laughs> that's all I know about that. Yeah. I mean, you don't want somebody coming to your house with a dirty gun. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had company over, but my guns were dirty. <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. Um, what about, uh, where are you from, Cameron? I'm from the suburbs. Um, from the suburbs of Chicago, mm. a little teeny town. It's not even a real town. It's a village. We're technically a village. I'm from a village. We have uh, downtown in my town. We have um, this is. And by the way, this is not. This is. I'm not like a Rumpelstiltskin sort of living forever character. I was raised in like the 80s and 90s in this town. And when we, when I was a kid there, and this is still true. There's a butcher. There's a baker. And there's a milkman in my town. In now. The, and a current mil, a contemporary milkman. <laughs> it's very idyllic mm-hmm. um, in the way where things can be idyllic if you if nobody's different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody's fucking different. <laughs> well, I was a little bit of a different guy when I was growing up there because yeah. I had a bowl cut and crossed eyes and was gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rhea, you saw this picture that I've been trying to describe to you for fucking years. Yes, I did. Where I'm, it's it's me and two friends, at, and we're all in our Halloween costumes. Yes. And one of them is, uh, Jem. One of them or? is Jem. One of them is like a like a poodle skirt gal, you know, like generic <laughs> poodle skirt gal. And then I'm the third one. What am I? You are a very realistic plush Garfield costume. So. <laughs> And they're all like sitting, and her feet are out, and it's like got full paws. Yes, over yes. her feet, full she on is the like feet. Eight years old. Yes, and it is like a rental costume, full head. And you were like that one. But but you know what's amazing about this? Also, here's the two other qualities to talk about this: full head, but it had a full, also open circle. Yeah. But the head on top of it, right? Yeah. So it's like so my no head, eyes but then a mouth. regular Garfield head. So it looks like Garfield is about to barf me. <laughs> yeah and uh, also it was just like a hand me down from my neighbor oh boy that wasn't what I wanted to be I wanted to be Charlie Chaplin again again <laughs> <laughs> but um, my parents uh, have gone to and this is gonna sound snotty and it is uh, my parents have <laughs> been members of a country club for my whole life and I used to go to that country club when I was a kid and I would swim there. I was on the swim team there and I and would spend... I don't know how to swim. Rhea doesn't know how to swim. Because um, there's no water around. Yeah, right, exactly. There's no water around in Akron. Why would you do that? Well, I learned to swim because it involved the term breaststroke. So, who cares? My right. point is... Um, I was... I was I, w- I would go to this club but I always felt like a very big weirdo there because... Sure. I um, was maybe, I don't know. I, some people would call me chubby also. They would call me fat. But then I realized later, I think they meant dyke. And they didn't know the word for that. Yes. So they were just like, what are you? Are you fat? <laughs> Can't figure out what your thing is. I think she's fat. Um, and so it was tough a sure. little bit. Like, it was a little bit hard. And my parents wanted to host our shower at that club. And um, I believe, and I could be totally wrong, but I'm I don't 90%, think you are. 
sure uh, that this is probably the only same-sex couple that ever had any sort of a celebration there. And uh, not only did, like, all their friends come and were so jazzed, but, like, the club itself was really jazzed. And because Rhea is a vegetarian and now I'm a vegetarian, there's also a vegetarian brunch. And for the town that I'm from, like, the concept... Like, if my, my dad... My dad's best joke right now is just to say the word tofurkey. <laughs> like, he's just, let me tell you about this. Tofurkey. And then he's just like... And then he just shakes some bacon, off he goes. So I just had this crazy moment where, like, all of my parents' friends showed up for us, and we were, when we got to get up first and go through the buffet, and there was this woman that worked... At, the, at this club that was standing right there and she said like and I want you to know like the vegetarian options are all here and there's some bacon at the end so like watch out but like most of it's vegetarian <laughs> and I was just imagining like the con- the conversation that they had like somewhere in like a back area where it was just like this team of people that worked at this place that always made me feel so strange as a kid where they were like looking at each other just like are these lesbians are gonna come in and they don't want any meat you know like and just <laughs> Just that they could that they could wrap their minds around that, and then somebody else was like, "Got it," you know, like how <laughs> tenbor, like fucking crazy. <laughs> and it was really beautiful. I feel like um, we got some gay cards. So the suburbs, the western they suburbs of Chicago, are gay bought cards. the fuck out of gay cards. <laughs> if you want to know, two bells, two bells wearing a veil, two women, two legs with high heels on and apparently the women are kissing but off the edge of the card also Mrs. and Mrs. cards yeah also just hers and hers yeah we've got we've got it covered rainbow cake my neighbor who taught me piano got us a card that says partners on it fucking partners and like that actually that word is not an insult that means she was like walking through the thing and she was like yes that's the closest word I think to what they are you know like It was awesome. Yeah, it was I felt great. like so honored and stoked. So I'm kind of we're coming off of that, and it was really beautiful. And uh, so stuff is changing, and also even even in little places where like nobody's different now, they're just like these people are different. And yeah. Let's make them the kind of food that they want to eat. And so I feel very optimistic today. <laughs> and let's hear it for Rio Butcher. Cameron Esposito, you guys. Holy shit. Let's keep the show going, right? Yeah, because we have two comics left, and they're both amazing. Uh, So the show's going to be great. You guys, this comic uh, is a friend of mine. He's in from Chicago. We literally started stand-up on the exact same night. I think we started at 1.30 in the morning. I was 30... Yes. I was 37 on the open mic list, and I think he was 36. So we've been doing it the whole time. Not like that. Just (laughs) stand-up. You guys, please give a warm welcome to Goodrich Gavart. Keep it going for Rhea, you guys. Yes, we were doing it together. At no point when me and Rhea chumming around were like, oh, they're fucking right. No, it's very clear the situation of friendship here. Uh, uh, I'm so glad to be here in California. I I live in Chicago, and uh, I take public transit everywhere. And I take... I fly around the country a lot, and then I always take public transit there, too, just to, like, I don't know what it is, like, my hillbilly relatives are like, you flew on a bird, but, like, you know, know your place. Get to L.A. and take the bus. Uh, So I know that this is true everywhere. Uh, The bus is a lawless place. You can do whatever the fuck you want on that thing. 
It's always nefarious activities, too. No one's ever doing random good deeds on public transit. <laughs> We've got ill intentions. Uh, for instance, I was on the bus in Chicago, and a man with visible and smellable feces all over his person. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I just told you. I, you didn't taste it with your mouth like I did. Uh, he screamed and chased me off of the bus. And everybody saw it, and they didn't do a goddamn thing. They were just like... I don't know, dude. Sometimes a fucking poop monster chases you off the bus. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight your battles. Poop monsters are on these streets, dude. <laughs> We're out of our jurisdiction. <laughs> and for like a while, that was like the worst thing that happened to me on public transit. And then recently, this happened. I got my phone stolen from my hand. I previously didn't know that was an option. Uh, turns out it totally is. So here's what I was doing. I was sitting on the bus, asking for it, and uh, <laughs> I was sitting by the door of the bus. The bus stopped. I pulled my phone out. A hand grabbed my phone and ran out the door. Yes. And like whenever something like pops off in the wild, you hope that you're cool. Chester Cheetah collected about it, uh, and I was not. Uh, what I did was this. Oh, fuck! <laughs> to a very empty bus, which felt really cool. Uh, the bus driver just like kind of tilted his mirror. It was like, we are moving on. I don't care. <laughs> and my swearing like woke up this guy across the aisle from me. He's like, what happened? Someone steal your phone? Yes, thank you for joining us live on the scene. Uh, someone stole my phone. He was like, well, what are you, you going to do? Are you going to call the police? It's like, that's pretty fucked up, dude. That is a verb I cannot do right now. Uh, I can, like, flag him down at best. Just like, excuse me, constable. My tweet machine has left my hands. You guys ever had quips and know where to put them? Oh, that's a bleak void. Uh, and that was when I was like, you know what? I'll be home in like a half hour. I'll just relax. It'll be fine. I'll get home. I'll wipe my phone clean. I'll get a new one. And then I found out when I got home that I'm very dumb and I did not password lock my phone. So this young rapscallion had a lot of fun with people I know who didn't know my phone was gone. And I went into this digital paper trail and found who he messaged. First one he messaged was my friend Katie, who I recently talked to. And he opened with this line. Hey, you want to suck my dick? <laughs> Just bold, bold move. Cause like me and Katie are fun friends, but we're not like dick sucking friends. Anybody that I'm dick sucking your friends with also, I don't open with, hey, suck my dick. It's Tuesday at five, ask how her day was, okay? And then I did the other dumb thing in retrospect, which I, I put my mom in my phone as mom. So he texted her as well. And what he texted her was this. Mom, you a bitch asshole. <laughs> Which, nice work. That is pretty funny, young man. Uh, good for you. <laughs> and like, my mom took like too long to figure out what was going on. Like an hour and a half later, she sent me an email that was like, hey, did your phone have a virus? <laughs> Like, that was what hackers were up to. Like, yeah, we gotta get into these iPhones and take moms down a peg. <laughs> they had it too good for too long in the digital age, my man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 31 now, and I, I don't know if I want to have 
uh, children and all. I mean, you, you grow up, you raise a kid, and you get a horrible text message from a stranger. Uh, tr- <laughs> parenthood sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> and also, like, I just, I have, like, bad genetic stock, and I think it's, like, up to me to stop spreading it. Uh, for, for instance, like, my mom's side of the family is, uh, is originally from downstate Illinois, which in the Midwest is code for super wet trash. And uh, <laughs> I feel like their entire lives they've been playing this reality game show I didn't know about called So You Think You Can Smoke All the Cigarettes. <laughs> and they're like super close to winning slash dying. Uh, <laughs> and my dad's side of the family is also worse. Uh, he, he, my grandfather, when Ronald Reagan died, he cried for three days. Like he was a long lost war lover. <laughs> you just voted for him twice, Grandma. Pump the brakes. <laughs> and then my, also my grandpa once told me he thinks mustard is too spicy. <laughs> Which I thought felt racist. <laughs> Mustard is too spicy. Your heart's full of hate. Get out of my fucking family. (laughs) So I I know that I don't want kids, but I have dadness within me. That's a thing that I can get get out in the world. Because when I was 27, I moved into a punk house. And if you don't know what that is, that is a house of people who uh, have music shows in the basement because they think a small, little, tiny, cool theater like this, that's too corporate. Too much a part of the system. So I would pay 200 bucks to live in a uh, trash house. And I was 27, and I lived across the hall from this guy who was 20, and he had just gone from uh, being straight edge, which is like no drinking and no drugs, to taking acid every day, which was lunacy. I would come home from work, and I'd look in his bedroom. He'd be like on a stepladder licking his light bulb. (laughs) And I was like, oh, awesome. I have to make sure the Lizard King pays half of the rent this month. This is perfect. Real safe environment. But the most dad thing happened to me. It was four in the morning. He was having a crazy party. I was in my room sleeping, and I was woken up, and I was just sick of the party, and I had to get something done. So I get up, and I go out into a party of 20-year-olds in only my underwear, because when I sleep, I want to be sexy, too. And... (laughs) And I felt no shame whatsoever. I just wanted justice, like any good dad. Uh, (laughs) He just wants to get taken care of. So I look and I try, I finally found him. He was in the bathroom, the door was open, the lights were out. He was in the shower, naked, the water on. And there was another guy also in the shower, naked. And they were dancing. And for some reason, this was not at all sexual. Uh, the two of them were dancing like they were in the background of like a sock hop extra scene, just like. <laughs> so my dadness kicked in full force, and I was just like, "Hey, I don't know what this is." <laughs> you know what? I don't even care. I'm trying to sleep, so put a sock in it. <laughs> I realize all you have to do to want to be a dad is want to sleep. (laughs) And have youthful joy get in the way of it. (laughs) All right, you guys have been so awesome. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the show. Guys, keep it up for Goodrich. One more time for Goodrich. Hey, we have two more awesome comics on the show. You guys... I know you have it in your heart for two more awesome comics, right? Now this next comic is, uh, she's fucking awesome. And just like two days ago, here I am flying fucking first class. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about, right? There she is sitting right in front of me. 
I was in row two, you know, feeling like kind of just like, oh, here I am, the firstiest of classes. <laughs> and she fucking came in and scooped me, you know? Seat number 1A. That's the fucking seat, right? You guys on the plane, right? You know how that's like the seat? Oh, do you guys not fly first class? How unrelatable you are. I'm fucking relatable. You motherfuckers need to class that shit up. I love this girl. She's hilarious. Let's hear it right now for Sarah Schaefer. Come on. Come on. Hey guys. Oh, this is I don't want to block your view. I don't like it when people don't take the rules seriously. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves. I was on an airplane recently, for instance, and the man next to me was scrolling through Twitter well after it was time. You know what time I'm talking about. Airplane mode. The flight attendant came by and saw him and was like, sir, it's time to put it into airplane mode. He does so and then he starts laughing and looks at me and he's like, <laughs> like if I don't put it into airplane mode, like that's really going to bring the plane down. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I will! Put it in airplane mode! <laughs> it just really gets my goat, you know? I am a joy to travel with. When I'm depressed, I don't cry. There's nothing coming out of these eyeballs. It's dry as a bone. Because I like to hold in my tears and let them build and build and build and build until I'm about to blow. And then I step into an art museum and I just let it rip. Because I like to make the other people in the museum think that I just get the art more than they do. If so I'm going to suffer, I might as well feel culturally superior and highly sophisticated while doing so. It's perfect. Guys, if you're upset, don't cry. Hold it in. Go into an art museum. Find a stripe. Sit down in front of it. Openly weep. The dumber the painting, the better. Have you seen those paintings where it's just like a white square with a dot in the middle of it? And when you see it, you're like, fuck you. No. Imagine someone sobbing in front of that. Your mind would be blown. You'd be like, oh, honey, now what does she see that we don't see? Oh, the dot is her father. Oh, she's so deep. It's perfect. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on ladies these days to have a perfect body. I mean, not for me. My body's already perfect, but <laughs> just kidding. I hate myself. Um, I mean, like these, this, these, these two. Uh, this is, that's not flesh. That's just two pieces of Tempur-Pedic foam that I cut out and put into a bra. But it's really cool because if I lay down, I can put a wine glass on this boob and drop a bowling ball on this boob, and the wine does not spill. I'm very fun to hook up with. We get to do science. I love 
the fashion you can, different fashion choices you can make with your boobs, like side boob. Like you just wear a sheath of fabric and just let a little bit of that tit show out inside. <laughs> it's very sexy. And then there's under boob. Under boob is when you mix up your shirt with a chihuahua's shirt. <laughs> and then you try to put it on and you're just like, oh, oh goodness, it just, it won't go down any, it just cuts off right here. <laughs> under boob. Australian cleavage. I want to start my own trend. Y'all are welcome to get in on this. It's called Just Nips. (laughs) What you do is you cut out two little holes right here. Less is more. You want to keep them guessing. You don't want them to know how big those areolas are. Just (laughs) Nips. I recommend cutting an X in your shirt like the top of a McDonald's cup and just poking them through. If you are not laughing right now, you're not imagining someone doing that. (laughs) I have a boyfriend, and we decided to move in together because we are of Satan. And one of the things I realized upon moving in with him is that he has to do this one thing almost 24 hours a day in order to stay alive, I guess. Um, It's this one video game that he has to play. I don't know what it's called. I think it's just called War. And look, <laughs> if you're one of those people that plays those games, Call of Duty or whatever it is, look, I'm not here to judge you. In fact, I would just like to take this opportunity to thank you for your service to our country. I appreciate the sacrifices you have made. I know you haven't spoken to your family in a very long time. <laughs> but here's the thing about those games, those military style games is that if you're not playing them and you're in the room with it, it's awful. (laughs) I'm trying to eat granola and yogurt. I don't need to be taking shit from all sides. It's stressful is what I'm trying to say. The sound of machine guns is not what I need in my fucking apartment. (laughs) So we came up with a compromise. Here's what we do. He goes in the other room and I didn't mean to just brag right there, but we have a other room. <laughs> he goes in the other room and plays with headphones on, okay? So I can't hear the war. It's perfect. But I realized after a while, it would be dead silent, but the only thing I would hear coming from the other room was just once in a while, he'd be like, sorry. Oh, dang it, sorry, man. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I go in there and I'm like, who are you apologizing? What, 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 what is, what are you so sorry about? And he was like, oh, that's when I accidentally kill one of my fellow soldiers. And I was like, oh, maybe you should be better at this game for someone that plays as much as you do. Um, but seriously, I thought, he kept saying, sorry, sorry. Like, I thought he had changed video games. I was imagining the game he was playing so the object of it is just to, you're just trying to get through a crowded bar to order a drink. Like, sorry. Oh, dang it. Sorry, man. I'm just going to get over here. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. And you get your drink and you just power up to the next level. It's a very hard game. The last level is you're at a music festival and you're trying to get to the porta potty. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great night. Awesome. Let's hear one more time for Sarah Schaefer.
Jenna Friedman. You are here in Los Angeles. You live in New York, usually. I live in New York. Hi. But I know that people that are listening to this, you were telling me you have a TV appearance like coming up that oh yeah, that this actually will be released. So you're not even spoiling anything because this will oh. be released after it. So you could tell them to go watch. Oh, go watch at midnight. Yeah. Because what day are you on? Tomorrow. You're on November 11th. Yeah, November 11th. Awesome. So they can catch you on November 11th on yeah. midnight. Is this or your first appearance or every night before? First appearance, or if they're in New York. Um, on the 14th this Saturday I'm doing my solo show American Cunt at Union Hall at 9.30 for the New York Comedy Festival awesome so you should go see Jenna do American Cunt at Union Hall yeah on the 14th it's an hour stand up or show. you should watch at midnight if you don't live in New I'm going to Madison, Wisconsin. I'm going to Madison, Wisconsin. When this weekend? I'm going to be there this weekend. Comedy on State. Uh, I'm going to be there in two weeks. It's the best. Have you been there? Do you want to leave me like a little present or something? I'll hide something in the green room. You better hide something. In the green. I have I'm been there. Hide something on stage, but then they're just going to like. Yeah, they'll take. They'll take it. They'll. Yeah. You know how they are. You should use a big poster of me. Yeah. Cameron, look over here. Yes. The whole show. I love it. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, I'm there Thursday to Saturday. Have you been there before? Yes. It's the best, right? Thursday, Saturday. Say the dates. Do you know? Wait, uh, is that... November 12 the 12th the... to 14. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to think if I've seen you do an hour. Like, you don't really see anybody do an hour ever. No. And I can't like... even imagine how majestic it is. Slash, do you get exhausted? <laughs> I get exhausted with two shows in one night. Yeah. It's not my... Are you guys doing that a bunch on this tour? Uh, No. Okay. Mostly yeah. we're playing theaters... So we just now. get to do one, yeah. but there's been a couple to, even a theater, it's easier to remember. For some reason at a club, and I don't know if it's because like, I don't know why this is true, but at a club I more often have the thing where you forget if you did the joke in the first show or yeah. in the second show. Right. And not that like I'm always only going verbatim and I never ever... But it just is like very difficult third, second show. Or sometimes, have you ever done a third you know, show night? It's because you're in the theater and you don't really have. There's like less. There's less like association with stuff, like because you can't really see. You can see way less. Yeah. And maybe you don't associate anything you're saying with anything visually, and so because of that, when you get up to do the second show. You're like, like feels oh, new again? Exa- yeah, exactly. That's Maybe a really new. interesting theory. That might totally be true. Because you can't really see anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah, you, you can't. No, you can't. And you're right. You're totally right. But yeah, second shows. That's like that's the nightmare. Is that you repeat? Especially at a club because you're yeah. like, oh, am I looking at that same audience again? Yeah. <laughs> is this like was Absolutely. that person over there? Yeah, that's what would happen. I think. That's my little philosophical. Well, they should come and test and see if you repeat all of your material <laughs> at the second we show. We had or him play numerous theaters <laughs> and numerous clubs. Okay, you go. That, take was, a, that was a random fan. Bye. Uh, everyone for the podcast. That was a random, random fan. fan. Was your picture? Okay. Bye, Rory. Bye. Um. Hello. You're going to Boston? <laughs> yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to Boston tomorrow. Yeah. What are you doing in Boston? I'm doing a college on. Uh, Thursday. Which college are you doing? LaSalle. Have you I heard of that? LaSalle, but Have I will be there next week. Actually, starting on. Actually, I'll be there on Friday. I'll La- be there on Friday. I'll LaSalle? See you in Boston. No, but I'll oh, be in Boston. Okay. Where are you doing in Boston? I'm doing a but like a string, a couple colleges, a couple shows, and then like kind of some shows around there. Oh, cool. Uh, but staying in there the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm doing Yale. On Thursday, so I start there. Okay. And I don't know if you know this, but Yale is fucked right now, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, how are they fucked? Um, some like major 
racial discord? Oh, I think maybe uh, I'm dyslexic, so I get like a very vague uh, idea of what's going on in the world just by like perusing uh, headlines and not yeah. really reading all the words. I think I saw something like that. Sure. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm uh, fucking telling you. There was face. another school like that, though, too. Mizzou. Yeah. Mizzou's and they, they right protested. And I was actually in Columbia, Missouri, which is where that city, that college is, like three days ago. Weirdly, but I didn't even know that was going on yet. Oh, wow. I'm like just doing a tour of, of cities with weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway. uh, I did Princeton fairly recently, and I didn't know this, but Princeton are renowned for um, heckling. Like they pride themselves in. Oh, really? Yeah, so I've done it a few times, and now I know, so I just like kind of roll with the punches. But uh, after the first show, it was like hell. And they, it was like really heckly, and uh, and afterwards uh, they were like, oh yeah, 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 we're famous for that. I'm like, we well, should just tell the comic, and then you can have fun with it. But right. I just, I was just like trying to get through it. But they oh were, my yeah. god, yeah, the you're right. They should because really if they just told you, yeah, they should be. But they said it like uh, I thought I would like they taught us that in Canadian high school that Princeton was. Oh right, uh, right, of course. They were just like, oh yeah, it's known. Yeah, because like, they're oh, helping I've never you. Heard of it. We want to help you out. Yeah. They want to give you some shit. They were fun. They, they do these weird. There's like dinner clubs. Is that a normal uh-huh. thing for American universities? No. Okay. But I think for Ivies, yeah. for something like that, that makes a little more sense. What's the what's the dinner club? They just there's just these yeah there's like these dinner clubs and uh, and then so you'll go and you'll play like a dinner club so they're like drunk and oh wow yeah they're they're really fun shows but it's you need a heads up because otherwise you just think that. Like, it's going terribly and you're not going to get paid. Or you're just like, oh, God, this is like a struggle. Why are they doing this? And they're like, yeah, no, this is our thing. Wow. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Can, so Before we end, though, can yeah. I plug my comedy special? I want you to, please. Oh, please. Uh, my comedy special is on Saturday night at 12.30 a.m. on Comedy Central. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Great. And our, list, and our listeners are totally listening to it. Really? They missed you on the show. So oh, right. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, yeah, I did jokes tonight that would be, well, some of them won't be on, but the jokes would be on the next special. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, then they'll catch you on Saturday at 1230 in Comedy Central. Cool, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, bud. Thanks for having me. Judah, tell me what you got going on right now. Oh, I have a, a new book out. It's called If the Raindrops United. And it's a book of drawings and cartoons that I did. I did all the writing and the drawings. And it's about 200 drawings. And uh, a lot of it's comedy. Like, it's mostly comedy. I'd say about 5% though is just serious. It's like a dramatic punchline. And then I'd say about half of it, uh, or 40% of it, is like uh, dealing with serious issues, whether it's uh, racism, sexism, classism. And so it's kind of like dark satire on, like, heavy issues. Awesome. You guys, let him hear it. Thank you so much. Oh man, that guy who asked, I, could, I was backstage so I couldn't see who it was. Whoever asked, why are you the world champ? They got fucking told an answer, right? Yeah, they got served. <laughs> who was that little sweetie? That was you! Oh man, you didn't, he, I bet he fucking told you the answer to that, right? <laughs> Sure did find out. One more time for Judah and everybody you saw tonight. Everybody. <laughs> Such a fun show. Thank you guys so much for being here. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. We are here every Tuesday night. We will see you next week. Put your hands together. 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 Put your hands together, get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your
your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.